is going to be for the Meg to the Trench. Um, this is a sequel to the first Meg film. Uh, we have a different director taking up the helm. This time it's Ben Wheatley. Ben Wheatley who did movies Kill List and Free Fire. Um, and this is again, Jason Statham is back um, as uh, what's his character's name again? Uh, generic Action Man. Uh, yeah, Jason Statham. Jason Taylor. Statham. Generic Action just- White Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jonas uh, Jonas Taylor. He's back as this yeah. Jonas Taylor. Um, yeah, like if you've seen many Jason Statham movies, you've probably seen this one before, uh, this character before. So he's back there um, as character Jonas Taylor from the first film. You also have some other returning people uh, from the first film, like the little girl who was there. Uh, she's back again, uh, this time a little bit older. She's like a, t- a preteen now. Um, you also have uh, the character uh, DJ Paige Kennedy who's back in this. Um, you also have Cliff Curtis, who is also in the first movie. He's back. Um, now, this film, it's a joint you know, American and Chinese production. Um, so you're going to get a lot of Chinese actors in this, um, just like the same thing with the first movie. Um, one of the newer additions to the cast, uh, Jin, Wen, uh, Jin Wu, uh, is in this. He's related to uh, some of the actors in the first movie. Um, he's the brother of the characters. So, yeah. yeah, he's the brother. Uh, yeah. Su Yin, so he's the bro- uh, brother of her and the uh, and the son of the uh, father of that movie. Um, Winston Chow, uh, who played uh, Min Wei Zhang, and he's the uncle to um, the little girl. Yes, yeah, he's the uncle to the little girl. Um, which I okay, so I compl- I only watched the Meg when it first came out. Which the mm-hmm. Meg first came out in what twenty eighteen? I remember twenty eighteen. You're right. 2018. Now, did they die from the shark attack in that one, or did they? I can't no. completely. Okay, uh, so, so, they... so yeah, no, no. Su uh, Su Yin, uh, the the actress who plays her, uh, I think it's been Miss Bing Bong. I believe that's her name. I, I'm not sure. She's a famous actress in China, anyways. So she probably just saw this and went, Nah, no thanks. <laughs> uh, oh. No, because she, she didn't die. Uh, Li Bing Bang. Lee Bing Bing didn't die in the original movie. She uh, again apologize if I butchered anyone's name. I didn't have the name in front of me, but she didn't um, perish. So you're like, oh, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, she's not here. Uh, she died off screen, and you're like, oh, yeah, dang, okay, yeah, because I don't, yeah, because I was trying to think, remember that if they died or not, because no. this is. It states that she died and the father died. Um, the father died. Was... We saw that on screen, but she didn't. And I guess okay. she's like, "Yeah, I'm not renewing my contract." Okay. All right. Um, so One yeah. Meg was was enough for her. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, she, she, I mean, uh, Lee Bingbing has won a. She's won um a Golden Horse Awards and Hoi Bio Awards and Hundred Flower Awards. So she's she's pretty good in, in china and she's been in a lot of different movies so it's like eh, eh. i wasn't yeah. get then you're not getting me again now <laughs> yeah okay um so the first meg if i remember correctly how i felt about it i was like oh okay i guess it's 
whatever, you know, kind of dumb fun type situation here. You know, you got a your big megalodon creature, creature feature type movie that you have. And Jason Statham as generic gruff action man is going to take on the big shark or whatever in the fight. In. And I was like, OK, whatever. Um, you know, so I was kind of surprised when it got a sequel. And it seems like with this sequel, they kind of drifted away of what why people are even here to see this to begin with with his the big giant shark uh and them and human beings fighting the big giant shark um so what's going on in this sequel is um is the movie kind of opens up jason statham's character is basically as they stayed in the movie like a Greenpeace uh james bond like he's a you know eco you know friendly kind of james bond he's going around to all these different places, stopping eco-terrorism, you know, people dumping uh, waste into the water, um, you know, saving animals, that type of thing kind of going on. Um, and it's a lot of also exploring the trench, as the movie suggests, a lot of the crew that he worked with in the last movie, um, exploring the depths of the ocean um, and kind of all the different creatures there and, and creatures that kind of come up from exploring the trench, as you'll see in the movie. Um, and also they have a pet megalodon in there um, as well in this movie. Movie that they kind of trained, uh, so to speak, to some degree. Um, and then there's this rival um, kind of company coming in there who's, you know, taking a lot of tech. Um, and that's kind of the, one of the main kind of things going on in this movie. Why I say they diverted from kind of the shark stuff is that there's like this rival kind of competitor that, that they have. Um, it's some, you know, kind of cackling evil kind of villain cartoonishly villain type woman here um who's kind of controlling things and having a rival for them to kind of go against um and it's like hey i want to use you know you're all about you know e being eco-friendly i'm trying to use these materials down in the ocean to make a big profit so that's where they kind of come into conflict with them and you still get some good i think kills in here that that are pretty effective that i'm going to get into later some some of my positives of the movie but i'm going to throw it around to these guys, get their opinion on the make two. So Marley, what is your thoughts on the make two, uh, the trench? Um, not, I, I was going into it kind of on a, on a positive note, just because I re recently rewatched like the first Meg and some of the behind the scenes. And I forgot how much I really liked the first Meg, like a lot. And hearing John Turtletop kind of like talking about like making that film, how he was like a fan of like monster movies, like in general and him kind of like finally getting to make like a true monster movie. And that's what the first Meg really is. Like, like the Meg is like, it's, it's really just about like this giant shark terrorizing like these human beings and just kind of like the kills that go along with it. The thing that I don't like, the the thing that I don't like about the Meg Two is that it tries to like go broader with that, like you just said, like kind of like doing like this whole Greenpeace like James Bond, and it totally sidelines like the Megalodon, which is the whole reason the whole reason why you're going to see like the Meg Two, and it almost seems like like the first Meg made I think like a half a billion dollars like internationally. It was it's almost like this this Chinese like studio basically just said like. The first one made like like a half a billion dollars, so we have to like we have to do a sequel to this, or or like we would be stupid not to. So it's really it just really just seems like a cash grab for me. And if you've seen like the trailer, like you're playing the trailer like right now, like pretty much most of like the action shots are already in the trailer, and it you don't really there there there's nothing really here 
for for you. Like I I think like seeing it on the big screen, like it it, it was fine. It's just I don't know. I I just came away completely underwhelmed. Mm. Dusk, do you agree? Yeah. Well, we come here to watch uh, the first Meg was all about. Oh no, it's a big megalodon, and it shouldn't be here, but it is. Uh, monster ensues, and that's pretty much the movie. It it took itself kind of seriously, but it knew what why people were there. They were see the to see the giant Meg and have to deal with it. And Jason Statham did his uh, action guy thing, and uh, yeah, in this movie, uh, while that does happen, it really doesn't happen until really the last thirty minutes, I'd say, where. It, it kind of gives the audience what it's been wanting. And bear in mind, this is almost uh, this is a, a two-hour movie. And in the last 30, it finally gets around to kind of giving up the goods. Beforehand, a lot of it is talking about different... Uh, we gotta, we got to go down to this uh, area where these Megalons are, exploring this area. And then they have this rival company that they don't even know about until about midway through the movie. And it, it just gets bogged down by the human element, unfortunately. And none of these characters are well that well written. None of them are that. I didn't really feel that much emotion for many of them. They bring some of the characters up, and, and while it's nice to have some of the actors back, that that's not why we're, people were going to watch this movie. And I thought, a lo- especially when you get into the trench, I'm sorry, but most of it is in pitch black, aside from some red lights and. I I'm not see, I don't really see a lot of action happening. It, the action happens in there, but I can't see what's happening, so I'm not that invested in it. A lot of it is overwhelming. That's almost always the difficulty when dealing with underwater effects. I know it's done in CGI to try to hide the effects work. It's, it's but water is notoriously difficult to do in CGI. So uh, my heart goes out to the artists who are involved in it, but that it just doesn't lead to a very interesting um environment just because of the nature of it mm. yeah i'm i'm gonna start off with some positives with this sure. movie um you know i mean if you like jason statham and what he does and his whole mm-hmm. thing i mean he's kind of this is he can do this in his sleep basically you know he uh, does you know yeah i mean i guess you know it's gruff leading man uh type thing okay you know he, he kind of does that effectively um when I talk about, there's some good kills here. Um, there's some, I think, really effective one. There's one where we're in like a shark's POV and he's going and chomping, you know what I mean? Kind of human beings in the water, which I think is really good. Uh, there's a scene where they're underwater in the trench um, and then somebody's like head explodes because of the pressure. Uh, I thought that was a really good scene. I thought that was pretty effective. Um, so there's some, I think there's some good kills here that are that are fun to watch. Uh, it just takes sometimes with the sharks, it takes a minute to get there because we're busy doing this whole kind of human element thing of them, you know, these people trying to hunt them down and and, and kind of kill them because they don't want them to, you know, uh, expose them. Um, which, again, I said, that's that's really one of the biggest faults of this movie is that it's taken away from that. Um, a lot of the characters, I mean, they're just, 
you know, flat, really. I mean, there's not a really a lot, a whole lot of dimension to them, I don't think. Um, you know, even some of the returning people, uh, like you have Paige Kennedy, who's DJ. Um, I, I kind of liked a little bit of him, you know, because he, he experiences some growth because he's like, you know, after that first movie, he was like, hey, listen, I took some karate lessons. I took some swimming lessons at the YMCA. I'm pretty good now. I'm, I'm you know, I'm a little bit more effective. But he gets kind of just reduced down to catchphrases. You know what I mean? Uh, he says, honestly, yeah. You know, he says like, what does he say? Um, uh, come get some and and got them and all this. It's like it's basically like action movie, you know, uh, video game type catchphrases, which is kind of lame. And the, and then yeah, you know, they don't really know what to really do with him besides that. Um, so it just kind of comes off as is not really that funny. Um, a lot of the dialogue really is is. I mean, I get with this movie like this, it's not going to be the strongest. But I mean, did you even really try? I mean, I mean, mm. come on. Um, and, you know, as far as like seeing it in theaters, it's like you're, I mean, this is something that, you know, it's just what one level above maybe something you'd see on the sci-fi network where you could watch it and, and just sit at home and do it instead of going to a theater to do it. Um, I, I don't think it's really maybe all that worth it. Um, pass it around again. Uh, Marley, it's uh, more from you. Um, yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you. I just think that a lot of... It, it, it like I just said, it's like a, it's a, it's an easy cash grab for like China to just be like the first one made a half a billion dollars, so let's just get all the reg- the the returning cast, which is kind of like a surprise. It's very surprising to me. Besides, like the the person that we mentioned that didn't return, or the, it was the two characters that didn't return because they just said like one was enough for me. But usually, like when they, you have like a B movie like type movie like like this it's usually like a whole, a whole new cast so i'm actually kind of surprised jason statham like returned for this as well and like he like he is doing like the typical like jason statham kind of like like just stuff that you know from know from him but it's just i don't know it, this this film feels like it's four like four different movies kind of like going on at the same time you have jason statham doing his thing and then you have like the the underwater stuff, which I totally agree with you, Dust. Like the, it was just totally like, like I, I I found it really hard to tell like what was going on too, and it really felt like it was just shot like on a on a soundstage, not even like not even like underwater, like in a pool. It just felt like <laughs> it, it it really felt like a volume like set, which it probably was. Yeah, and. I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but with the kind of Chinese influence here, it feels like mm-hmm. because it is such a co-production, they were like, OK, we get it. You know, you have to have your well, Jason Statham's not uh, is he he's not American. No, he's not American. Um, no. He's British. So, I, you know, you have to have your main action star, you know, who's here that, you know, is is there a part of the production. But then also we have to have our guy. And I felt like they were really heavily pushing uh, Jing Wu here because uh, he's almost like a like basically almost like a co-lead here and trying to it's like okay we got to give him some big action moments too mm-hmm. and give him some cool stuff I felt like they were really pushing that heavy here and I don't think it was I mean even though they inserted that you know Chinese gonna have their Chinese actors here did it feel kind of heavier here with him in there as opposed to the last movie get your opinion on that uh, dust so in the first Meg that was always uh, that was just out in the forefront. It was a cooperation between um, uh, China and uh, a the other team, and so it was a because they're in international waters. It was a co-op, so it felt more organic that these 
different scientist groups were working together to kind of work in collaboration to try and just uh, go deep sea exploring and uh, where they usually this territory isn't really done with um, their construction of their uh, site. With, with this one, it did feel a bit more, uh, especially with the insertion of the uncle and the removal of uh, the actress who played Suyun, it, it did feel like there was a a bit of a, okay, you're being a little forced here. This is getting a little forced here. Honestly, I'm shocked that uh, one of the characters didn't turn out to be a villain with how much they were pushing it. And I was genuinely shocked that it was like, oh, that this character is just actually going to be a good guy all the way through. And uh, uh, the, the traitors kind of come a mile away. Who and uh, very, at the very beginning, it does feel like the most uh, we got to put China in here. I, I want to make this is a small attention to detail, but I noticed when he's talking to his niece at one point, he points up to a uh, sign and it's written in calligraphy. It's written in uh, in Chinese. Uh, and from my small experience overseas. That is the worst calligraphy I have seen on a, a, a poster <laughs> that was supposed to be above. Like the entire calligraphy in, chi in Chinese characters were told, like they did that in Chicken Scratch. That is the equivalent of them just, eh, let's get over there on the poster. Now that let me know the tone of it right there and there and how much of a budget you have. It's like it, he, allegedly his grandfather, AKA a character or his father, a character from the uh, original movie gave him this as like a, a way to inspire or at least uh, give him to him something. I'm like, wow, that was a terrible gift because you, your grandfather, your father's handwriting was crap if that was the case. But that that's a small detail for me from experience. And like, when you write a cal calligraphy, it's, it's a very meticulous art and you take your time and it's very expensive to have someone write it properly. And if it's a personal one, it's even more personal. And uh, it just looked really quick, but that—that's—that's that's a small detail most people are gonna miss. But yeah, overall, I, I didn't really feel that much of it. He just felt like a character that just was just inserted in case because they needed someone else to do, which unfortunately I felt like then other characters were then put on the side. Like poor Cliff Curtis, he just didn't really have much to do. He kind of became more of the butt of the joke, and I like Cliff Curtis. I think he's a great actor. But, uh, yeah, he just kind of got pushed aside in this one. He plays the character Mac. And uh, DJ, while I liked the idea that he had learned from his first experiences, and be like, screw that, I have a survival pack. He ends up being clutch in many situations, but he gets treated like a joke through most of it. And that kind of takes away some of the fun from it. When he's actually being one of the most intelligent characters in the entire movie, being, he even says very early on, so we're going to go and explore an area that we don't know in pitch blackness this is stupid like why are we doing this but it's like yeah i guess we're gonna go i i, I will agree with you that he mm -hmm. is kind of like played off as a joke in this one but mm -hmm. like he also was played off as a joke he in, was like the first one but in a very more racist way and this mm -hmm. one is less racist true because it was typical it was like the typical like black character like oh we can't swim and stuff like that it's True. just like at, at least like they made like the characters swim in this mm -hmm. and kind of like <laughs> actually have them do something and mm -hmm. it, it it felt less less offensive um many people who probably saw this movie probably didn't remember any of that and it probably <laughs> didn't even click it's like yeah. oh he didn't swim in the last movie we just assumed that he did because why wouldn't he he's on the right. science team and being an oceanographer you would assume that would just be bare minimum 
but I see your point. Yeah. So I, um, well, I, I literally just watched like the first one last night, just to, like that, to that, get a that, refresher. You know, <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, how do you guys feel about uh, Sophia Chow? She is the uh, the the little the teen in this one. Um, I don't. I mean, I I don't want to be. I mean, this movie's mm-hmm. not very good right. anyway. You know, and nobody really, even experienced actors like Cliff Curtis, really isn't all that good. No. So, um. You know, I I I kind of like her dynamic with Jason Statham. I think that's, mm-hmm. it's, I guess that's kind of cute. I guess um, it, it was like a leftover from the previous movie, and uh, yeah, I think actually the the dynamic of losing Siyun, uh was probably a probably a, like uh, well, oh crap, uh, what are we gonna do? Right? Because <laughs> uh, that that was kind of a big thing for the first movie. I'm gonna be honest though; these two movies are based on books. Uh, this one was based on the trench and the first one was based on it. Both of them have been uh, pretty laughable, honestly, uh, in the oceanographer community and other communities, even within fiction. They're like, OK, yeah, this is pretty ridiculous, but all right. So they were surprised that it got a movie in the first place. And it's even bigger that we're getting a sequel. And as for the little girl, yeah, I, I, I'm on the this is like a Star Wars production. It, everyone's not particularly looking great, at least a. Uh, so she's she's doing okay with the best that she has, just like everybody else. I, yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb a little sure. bit here, and like since I, I recently rewatched like the first mm-hmm. one, I think that Jason Statham is is fine, like in these in these movies. But I feel like both of these movies really suffer from the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift syndrome of like needing to cast like a white actor. Mm. Uh, to kind of like appeal to like American audiences because yeah. everything about Joseph Taylor, th- th- aside from the name, mm-hmm. like everything about his character screams that he should be Asian. He, and yeah, a- and I I've, rewatching like the first one, even watching it here, I, I kept imagining like, what if this was Simon Liu, like mm. just like just injected into this movie? I feel like it would you wouldn't have like that kind of like the heart pounding, like action that Jason Statham brings to like to every one of his movies. But I feel like the, their relationship between like their relationship would have been a lot more believable. Mm-hmm. Am I kind of like out of pocket for saying that? Or I, I don't know. No, no, I, I can see where you're coming from, especially when you're looking at it from a story point of view. Uh, that's actually something that's a holdover from the books. And uh, the books are slightly different from the movie as well. Actually, uh, rated M for immaturity brought up a point. He asked if uh, the books are smarter or if they're written in the same style. Uh, the books are are uh, both worse and better in different ways than the movie. The movie actually took a lot of stupid from the books and, and lowered that down. So if that lets you any know, it, 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 sometimes the books are even worse or even dumber. And there are other things that they changed around for the uh, co co-production to work within it so uh, yeah the, the meg's movies have been kind of a uh, a hodgepodge mess of both uh productions ideas and who they could get um but yeah I, I'll, I'll agree with josh most in forefront Th- this does feel like just a one step above a sci-fi original channel movie of squid shark or one of those asylum movies it just has a bigger budget sharknado yeah sharknado but sharknado knows it's a it's a joke and it, it, it embraces it's joke. And I feel like that's something that the first film actually had too. Mm-hmm. like it knew that it was ridiculous that this is like a giant shark that is 
terrorizing people and this one like i said it just took it a little bit too seriously Mm -hmm. and to be honest like when the credits rolled and i saw ben wheatley's name like directed by ben wheatley i was just like what are you doing ben (laughs) who are you (laughs) like trying to get that check free fire is like an incredible film if anyone hasn't seen it and i i'm like i haven't seen kill list in a a really long time i'm rewatching it tonight i remembering it being like really great but also kind of a mess like this but it's also rewatchable yeah um yeah final thoughts rating uh marlon um final thoughts i it's like it's 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 a mag movie like what, what i don't know what else there is to say it's <laughs> like if you're into jason statham i would like check it out like but I, there's other better like Jason Statham movies that you can probably watch. Like even like I know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. I would rather watch Hobbs and Shaw over the Meg Two, The Trench. To be honest, it's Oof. like it doesn't really it, or or just rewatch like the first Meg just because if you're into like monster movies like I am, like that I feel like the first Meg brings a lot more to the table like than this film. So, mm-hmm. dusk. Yeah, I gotta. I guess I was uh, with Marley on this. Yeah, this movie doesn't really add much to the already uh, thin material that the first movie had. And what little it did have, it ended up, unfortunately, uh, kind of wasting its potential. This could have been a, a, a fun... Uh, it could have been a fun, like, a Statham versus Godzilla, or just like already in Maturity is bringing up, like a Statham versus uh, Godzilla or versus Kong or something. Like... The poster has it where he has like a katana on a jet ski and he's going to face a shark. And you think that's the movie and the trailers are going in. And really, it doesn't really occur until the last 30 minutes. And even then, it's not as great as much you think. It doesn't really fully embrace itself as just being complete schlock. There's a couple of moments with camera angles, with the shark chomping down as like a conveyor belt of people is ending its gu- entering its gullet. And you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting. That would have been fun if this was the whole movie. And I wanted it to almost be like, piranha two levels of 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 a uh, schlock but it never mm. quite goes there so it's this weird middling ground where it's too serious for the material it's it's into but it's not serious enough if it wants to take itself as like a true thriller or like, almost like a jaws kind of a movie so it's in that weird camp so ah, this movie's not as something you you see in a movie theater no way this is a, I'm going to give it a low, 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 the lowest stream it I can possibly give it. If you're bored and you like the first Meg, you could probably, uh, you could probably deal with it. But uh, other than that, for everyone else, maybe this might be a, just a skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think this is probably that good to see in theaters um i think maybe mm-hmm. you know it maybe it'd be better if you wait for this movie to come out on streaming and then somebody can take it and then cut it up and make a compilation of all the kills in the movie um and then that would probably be better to watch you know to I me mean? watch like a 10 15 minute compilation on youtube of all the good kills in here because uh, that's like i said some of that's fun see some of those deaths there's even a shark versus a giant octopus, which is kind of cool. It's like, okay, well, we should have had more of this in the movie, um, you know, because that stuff is fine. Um, 
there's really, you know, like I say, it gets too bogged down on the human characters here when we're just here to see the giant shark kill a bunch of people and eat a bunch of people. That's what we're here for. Not to see this stupid business rivalry kind of thing kind of going on. Um, so, yeah. So, for me, I would give it a low... Am I going to give it a little stream it? Like, Dusk? You know what? I think I'm going to give it a burn it. Probably just going to give it a burn it. Maybe. Um, there. Actually, well... Maybe just for the just for the kills, maybe I'll give it a low stream. A low stream. The, the lowest stream that you possibly can. Just just for the kills. Because uh, like I said, there's some fun shots in here. Even when Jason Statham's like on the jet ski and the when he's got the harpoons and he's, you know, driving the jet ski and all that other stuff. Looks stupid as hell. A lot of the effects also aren't that good. Like I said, like you, you I mean these are probably the same level of effects you'll see in the sci-fi original movie. Like a lot of the effects really aren't that good either. But uh, you know, I know some of that's kind of fun, I guess, when he's on the jet ski and you know, trying to fight three of the sharks. Like, okay, that's kind of fun. But um, a lot of just missed opportunities, you know, the trench scene where they got the suits on and they're in the water, underwater, that, that could have been a cool scene if you could see what was going on. That would have been mm -hmm. really good. Um, so, yeah, yeah, low, 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 low stream it for Make 2. Uh, and to piggyback on what you guys said about, like, the whole jet ski, like, scene, that w which is in the trailer, and I tweeted this out, Dead Reckoning did this, and the Meg 2 did this by putting, like, a big climactic, like, scene, like, in their trailer to, like, promote their movie. I need movies to stop doing this because it kind of, like, deflates, like, the entire movie that you're waiting for this, like, up until that. And then when you finally see that, I'm like, well, I've already saw that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give this, I'll give this about the lowest stream it possible. Like, if it's on Tubi. Check it out on Tubi. Don't pay for a streaming service. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Good old this, Tubi. This is a Saturday Saturday evening uh, beer in hand nothing else is on movie. Mm. Marathon. It's a shark marathon and you just, you're all the other better shark movies have come up and now you hit in the mid middle stuff and it, the Meg was previously and then, and then the commercial goes or the next streaming goes and the Meg 2 is coming up right after this. You're like, I haven't seen the Meg 2. All right. I'll grab another beer. Why not? Oh, the remote is so far away. <laughs> exactly. And you're just like, you're like, I don't, I don't feel like it's not so bad enough to make me to change the channel. So I'm like, eh, all right, I'll watch the big two. And then you come out of it going like, eh, the kills were all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is coming out against TMNT. TMNT probably will win out. I'm, oh, I'm probably going to destroy this. I, I think Barbie's just going to come out of it, <laughs> to be honest. So, but you think uh, Barbie's going to, yeah. Uh, you think it's still four hundred million dollar domestic for Barbie already? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's killing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, the Meg Two, the trench. Mm -hmm.